You're listening to the Branded Cowgirl Podcast, episode number 14. What's up, cowgirls? I'm so glad you're here. Today is a very special episode because I have a very special guest. My friend Jackie from Jackie O Photography is joining us today and dropping all the freaking fire. Jackie is a full-time Western wedding and elopement photographer and an educator based in the Reno, Nevada and Tahoe areas. She also runs a women's business group with her friend Aubrey called the Brilliant Bells. She has a boyfriend who she loves dearly and they've been together for almost five years now and they have two pit bulls together. She also grew up around horses and rodeo her entire life and she says being a horsewoman runs in her blood. From her photography business to her education business, I love this girl so much for her passion and her overall compassion that she has for every single person that she works with. And she is just so freaking full of knowledge and I cannot wait for you guys to hear it. We dive super deep into finding your why and a step-by-step process on how to do so. So without further ado, I'm just gonna let Jackie do all the talking and explaining because it's so good, fam. So let's go. Hey friend, answer this honestly. Are you still sending contracts to your clients via snail mail? Yikes, you need HoneyBook. HoneyBook is the all-in-one platform that does literally everything in my business. And I'm not kidding. HoneyBook allows me to send contracts, invoices, brochures, questionnaires, emails, and more to my clients, all while keeping everything in one organized space so I never have to lose track of what they have or what they don't have. Did I mention that you can create templates for everything and workflows that can be automated so you could be serving your clients while kicking back with a margarita in your hand? You can try HoneyBook for free for seven days and then once you decide you can't live without it, you can get 50% off your first year. That's a $200 value. Just go to sarahelrod.com slash HoneyBook and sign up for your free trial. Trust me, your business will thank you later. Okay. Hi, Jackie. I'm so excited to have you on the show. Um, You're my first like real guest, um, which is kind of crazy. Well, I guess Tyler technically was a guest, but I don't know that it counts since I basically forced him on the show. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But yeah, like I'm so excited you're here. Um, For those who are listening and they don't know you or are not familiar with you, do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself to everybody? Yeah. So first of all, super excited that you had me on and I'm so glad to be able to support you. And I can't wait to look back on this in a year and see how much you've grown and all the things that you've accomplished. I'm really excited for that. Um, For your listeners, I'm Jackie. I'm also a photographer like Sarah that specializes in Western weddings and cowboy couples. Um, I am one half of Brilliant Bells with my friend Aubrey. Um, It's a women's biz group. We recently started to truly drive women to become the best version of themselves personally and professionally. And we're working on starting workshops that'll focus on personal safety as a woman, self-defense, some tips on public speaking, excuse me, different business strategies that will help women grow into a confident entrepreneur. Um, Just so you can grow basically into someone that can walk up to someone in public and form a new connection without being afraid. Um, I, little back on me, I'm a former pageant queen contestant, which is kind of embarrassing to say now. Um, I was a runner up so close. Um, I'm also (laughs) a pit bull advocate and I watch zero TV other than The Bachelor. (laughs) Yes. 
I love that. Well, that is super interesting to hear. And I definitely want to dive into, I mean, so many things off of that, but um, that's really cool. Cause I know you started this brilliant bells group and I didn't like, I had no idea that it was so in depth on, I love the like self-defense idea. Like that just is so cool to me. Um, and it makes so much sense. And I feel like, especially as photographers, I mean, I've been asked that question before of, you know, you're meeting strangers, you're going out on shoots or like, you know, meeting these people you might've only connected with on social media. Like, how do you know that it's not a crazy person? Right. Um, it's just the world that we're living in nowadays. So I think it's important that we learn and form real skills, real life skills, and also build our business. So yeah. that's why we kind of formed it around that. Yeah. I think that's seriously, those are all like such a, it's such a good thing to pull together all in one group. I love that concept and that idea. Um, yeah. I love that we were able to connect since, I mean, I haven't lived in Reno for a super long time, but um, you're just one of those people that I got to meet and we like super hit it off. And I think we have <laughs> a lot of things in common and I love I that. Um, so it's been really, really fun getting to like watch you grow as well and just kind of like take these different journeys and paths and turn them into something. I love that. It's so fun for me to get to like see everybody doing their thing and owning it. I love that. Um, okay. So yeah, I have definitely some good questions that I am very curious to hear your answers to. Um, okay, and I think you're going to bring all the juice. Jackie is super like, you're just like a marketing whiz. Every time you show up and start talking about, um, some new marketing strategy or just, I mean, even how authentic you are, I kind of live for your daily stories of you like sitting in your car talking about like whatever topic. <laughs> There's really so... find a different place to do that. <laughs> right. So no, I kind of think it's like a thing now. Like Jackie's car talks or something. <laughs> I love it. Um, That's what I'm gonna create a highlight on my Instagram that says car talks. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All your your daily thoughts that go in there. That'd be so good. Um, okay. So yeah, I'm very curious, like what made you want to become a photographer and why did you, cause you're pretty niche down as like a Western wedding photographer. Like what made you kind of move in that direction or all that kind of stuff? Yeah. So I never really intentionally thought about becoming a photographer. It just kind of sort of fell into my lap. I used to get my nails done with a girl in town and she was like big into like tarot reading and cards and stuff. So sometimes she would do like tarot readings while I was getting my nails done and things like that. And she drew some tarot cards for me one day and I had never had it done before. She just wanted, you know, to show me what it was like. And when the tarot cards came out, it was something about like a new journey or whatever. And then she looked at me and she goes, I know what you need. She goes, you model, right? And I was like, yeah, I mean, I've had a past in modeling. I've kind of slowed down a little bit. And she goes, I have a camera. Why don't you take it? Why don't you use it? Why don't you have just some fun with it? And it wasn't anything super special, but it was just like, I think it was a Rebel T3i. Like it was just like this little cute putty like tiny camera, but I picked it up thinking it would just be a hobby, to be honest with you, like just artsy stuff, maybe shoot some models, maybe do content. Um, and honestly, it took me one shoot to realize how fulfilled I felt. And, and it was a different kind of feeling that I had felt, you know, modeling or speaking or doing any of the other things that I've done. And then 
I mean, weddings are something that I just felt drawn to because I just honestly love love. I'm a total sap. I'm a hopeless romantic. And it just makes me feel like I'm doing work that has a purpose. And I don't know if I can say this and everyone can relate, but honestly, I feel God pointed me in the direction and that's why I'm there. I love that. Yeah, no, I mean, I can totally relate. I just, it's funny. I was always that girl that is a total sap for love stories and love movies and all the cheesy romance. I mean, Valentine's <laughs> Day is coming up. Like I just, I love love and all in every sappy form that it is. Um, do you feel like, cause I know you said you, you kind of really got your start with modeling. Do you feel like as like having that background that that has helped you as a photographer? Oh gosh. Yeah. And I think mostly like two big reasons is one, I've been at a shoot and I felt so uncomfortable. And from what I remember back in my modeling days, a lot of the photographers were guys. And so it just made me feel really, they made me feel terrible sometimes just about myself, my body, the things they would say to me, I think really, I started to internalize and I think having that background and knowing, you know, when I was looking at my photos, which direction the photographer was shooting, what lighting I thought I liked the most, I, I got a good, like, opinion, I think, on how to be a viewer first, right? So I think that we're all better at what we do if we can first experience it, and then we can really teach people, and we can really do the best job we possibly can. I love that. I love that. And I love that you and me have very similar like communities. I think the Western industry is a growing one because I feel like when I first like started out and I don't know if you feel the same way or not, but I feel like when I first started out in photography, I mean, the whole adventurous elopement thing was just everybody was doing it or trying to do it. And I still think that's a huge part of the photography industry. But I think there's smaller or like different niches that are starting to like come out now. Um, and the Western industry being one of them, because there really was only maybe two or three photographers that I followed that really did that. And now it seems like there's like this whole growing group of us, which I think is really, really cool. Um, but with that, do you feel like, I mean, I know when I first started out, I struggled a lot with like comparing myself to other photographers. Do you feel, is that something that you've ever struggled with? Um, you know, what were some of the hard challenges that you faced kind of getting to be where you are now? Yeah. Um, first of all, absolutely. Um, I struggled tremendously in the beginning of wanting to skip over all of the learning with photography. And I just wanted to get to the part where I was just making killer money and taking incredible photos in Yosemite. Like, cause that's right. That's what you said, like adventurous elopements and things like that. That's what everyone was doing. Yeah. A lot of the people yeah. that I honestly still follow still do that. Um, the Reno Tahoe area, I think is just, I, I mean, it's an elopement area. And so I think where you're seeing a lot more of that probably because of the place that we live in, it's probably a little bit less traditional, but I agree. I do think that especially the, the Western market is starting to grow and get bigger. And I think that that's really cool and exciting because that means that I'm going to have options when I get married. If Austin will, you know, <laughs> get <Right>. on it. <laughs> um, Austin? I, yeah, I know. <laughs> I followed honestly so many people back then that made me want to be them because mostly the cool places they traveled, the money they made and like the really, really pretty people, right. That they were taking pictures of. I was thinking to myself, how do they get people that look like that? 
like and they have this location and this dress and these floors I didn't understand um and for the longest time and I'm sure that every photographer can relate I was seriously haunted by that like green monster of jealousy and I constantly changed my editing style defining how I could stand out from all of the popular photographers especially here in Reno Tahoe was hard because they are talented. I know what talent that they do carry. And I never foresaw myself. I listened to your other podcast episode about how you just never felt like that was you. I want to travel, but I also agree that that's probably not me. And my main gig was not going to be elopement. So just fighting that and growing and staying in my own lane has helped me with the comparison big time. Yeah. I mean, it's so, it's, it's very interesting because I do feel like those are the photographers right now that are, I don't know what the right word is, but I mean, we, so many of us look up to them. Like the big name photographers are all these adventurous elopement photographers. And I think they're so incredibly talented and I love living vicariously through them. But when I really truly think about my life, I mean, I travel back and forth to California a lot for weddings and I think the two hour drive is exhausting, <laughs> let alone you want me to jump on a plane and, you know, fly to a different country. Like, and, and while I think the experiences and I would love to do that, you know, maybe a couple times a year, the ones that are doing it every single weekend type of thing, like I got to give them mad props because that is exhausting to me. And I have just never been a like, I don't know, hiker by nature. I just, I like going on adventures. I like being outside, but if somebody was like, Hey, let's hike to the top of this mountain. It's a 15 mile hike. I'd be like, I'm sorry. What? (laughs) So so throwback story, Sarah and I decided to do a um, content day one day and my dumb butt (laughs) decides to message Sarah at like, I don't know what time it was. It was pretty close to sunset. Like, I don't know what I was thinking. And I'm like, Sarah, do you want to do this? And she goes, okay, I'm game. (laughs) Yeah, let's do it. She meets at my house and we drive all the way up to Lake Tahoe. Once again, don't know what I was thinking because it's like almost dark by the time I get to where I wanted to go. And then this like little hike that we went on, this was a wimpy hike. Like we're wimps. And I, we were both like breathing hard and huffing the whole way. We're like, how do people do this? Oh my gosh. I know it really wasn't a big hike at all. And we were like out of breath. (laughs) by the time we got there holy cow that was so funny though that was a good memory (laughs) I know (laughs) I love that oh my gosh well yeah it's so fun though I I I think that's all part of the growing process is you I think everybody kind of starts out that way you start off trying to be like everybody else because you think that's what's going to bring you success and as you grow and learn more it seems like you just step into who you really are and what you're really good at and passionate about And you've clearly done that. You've really like, I've seen it transformed your business so much, even just in the short amount of time that I've seen you. And so that's been really cool. Um, What would you say are, or have been some of the biggest contributing factors to your success? Or, I mean, do you have any like marketing secrets that you want to tell everybody that maybe something you've done that has really helped boost your business? Yeah. So, um, a couple things. First, like 
unfollow like toxic people. That is literally the number one tip I can give everybody. When I have mentorships, I I have a little part in the beginning of my mentorships that just asks people like, who are they inspired by? Because I want to know what direction their business is going. And I think, I think realistically, you can have people that you look up to, but I think that if you want to become them, that's when it becomes unhealthy. And so I think once I erased the negativity, I started to blossom creatively and then I was able to find my niche and then I could focus, I could think, I could post. And I showed my face freely on my stories about being afraid of people because I had basically erased the thought of all these people, even if they were not doing it intentionally. I think that there's some people that do it intentionally and want you to feel like they, you know, you want their life. And then I think there's other people that maybe don't do it intentionally and their talent is scary when you're first getting started. You know, you realize how much you need to grow and that's, that's really hard in order for you to be as successful as so-and-so or so-and-so. And I think after all that, I was able to really identify like a consistent editing style. So that would be like a huge thing. And then like, Finding that ideal client in the midst of all the people that you're booking is important. I realized that maybe the start people don't want to be as picky. They just want to book weddings. They want to just do things and, and book people. That's really it. And then once you are able to find those people, ask the questions and realize that you're also able to make that decision if you want to work with people, like that's when my business started to really transform and I was able to really work and be in such a healthy environment for myself mentally that my business just kept like growing and growing and growing. And so that's my biggest advice. And then just like a little something, something is if y'all aren't on TikTok, get on TikTok. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Because I booked an incredible dream client, honestly, for her ranch wedding. And they, they found me off TikTok and the, the reach on that app is incredible like and also do Instagram reels because it's it's like if you're trying to be seen Instagram is prioritizing those things right now business owners and total viewing time on the app and so if you aren't doing those things videos are the new new like do it oh yeah I just did an episode all about reels but I it's so funny because when TikTok first came out I mean well when it first came out, it's been out for gosh, a couple of years, but I feel like it really only became popular like this past year since oh gosh, quarantine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah um, I know. <laughs> but um, I like pushed off, like, I'm not going to make one. I'm not going to make one. And then I did, and I did not know what to do with it at first. And then I like finally started to like, okay, start throwing out what I do and, you know, making fun videos about it. And I think the thing is, is don't take it so seriously. Um, cause it seems like all the videos where I'm really just making them to be silly and weird and show my personality, like those do better, but oh my gosh. And then reels came out and I'm like, okay, this is the same thing. Like, I don't know. Do I know. Copy <laughs> and paste. Like it was, it's like a weird thing. Well, and then there was talk that TikTok was going to get banned. So then I just felt like, okay, I'm not going to waste my time on it anymore. So then I wasn't on it for a while. And recently I got back on it and I posted a video and like within a couple hours, I had like 20,000 views and I gained like 2000 followers on TikTok. And I probably gained like another 500 on Instagram. It was crazy. I'm just like, holy cow, this is wild. How, how much this could really help you grow. So I love that. 
the growth potential is never ending. I think on those apps and the cool part is like you were saying, it prioritizes your personality. And I think that that's super important in what we're doing just so our ideal clients can look at us or look at our videos and think to themselves, I would want to work with her. I could see myself hanging out with her, et cetera, et cetera. It just makes our job easier. And it eliminates all that, like that, like weird icebreaker stuff that you have to do sometimes on like a first photo shoot or before a photo shoot. And it's, it's just, it's the bee's knees. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, my biggest thing with TikTok and reels and whichever one, I mean, if you're overwhelmed to do both then just pick one and stick with it, but you know, don't take yourself too seriously. I would just have fun with it and figure out ways to incorporate the popular sounds and music with what you do. Cause it's going to help people find you, but it's really, it's, it's honestly a really crazy app, how easy it is to go viral. So I, I know it's awesome. And you're by the way, always on my for you page. <laughs> really? <laughs> That's so funny. I, I see like three of your videos. Cause I know that you like batch post, And so I'll see like <laughs> one of your videos and then I'll scroll a couple times and I see another one and I'm like, Oh, it's Sarah. He's there again. I have no, idea. I like don't understand the algorithm on TikTok at all. Like I barely understand it on Instagram. And now I'm trying to figure out how the frick do you do TikTok? I know all these platforms can't keep up. I know. Right. Um, okay. So I want to switch gears a little bit and talk about your business group. So the brilliant bells, um, love that name, by the way, I'm curious kind of where that name came from. Um, would you like to expand on just what this group is all about and kind of who might be the best fit to join? Yeah. So I absolutely, first of all, cannot take credit for the name. My, my friend Aubrey completely came up with the name on her own and, it was something that she began. And honestly, within seconds of it becoming an idea, she DM'd me and she asked me to partner up with her. So I can't take full credit for the group, um, but the ideas that we have grown into and the stuff that we have kind of turning was a team effort on her and I. And so it honestly just took one one conversation. And the, the reason why I agreed to do it was because I've had really poor mentor sessions and I've been in workshops and other women's groups, like I'm making air quotes, like everyone can see me right now. And then <laughs> I felt like I, I know. And then I felt like I spent honestly just so much money to be in these groups. And then I would just be exiled. And I felt just different while attending these groups. And I knew, I knew that I wasn't, I knew that people weren't giving me a chance to get to know me. And I honestly just felt like a black freaking sheep. Like I've always felt that way in my life, especially when making connections with women, for some reason, I've just always had a difficult time with girls. And it's been something that has followed me my entire life. And so when Aubrey reached out to me, we connected in that, that we both attended a group with the same people that just felt icky. It just felt dishonest. It just felt it didn't feel like they actually cared. They were just trying to boost themselves. And I don't know, we, we just, we wanted to create something that felt homey to everybody. We wanted everyone to be welcome to it. And we wanted to create an environment with like a whole fresh perspective for people. Um, we, we want to do team building. We want to do like business meetups, talks on gun safety, self-defense, like we were saying. And we want it to be an opportunity for everyone to come and to learn real tactics to build a business that, you know, maybe you're not starting with, 
much money. Maybe you don't have a background in it. Maybe you have no college degree and, and no knowledge, no background at all. And any, anyone and everyone is welcome. We just, we're paying special attention to everyone to ensure that no one felt like we did and some of the groups we've been in or attended. And that's really the backstory on it. As far as more details on the workshops and stuff, we're going to be announcing and releasing those soon. But yeah, if anyone wants to join, we'd love to have everybody. That's so exciting. I love that. And I think you made a really important point too, by saying that, you know, when you've gone to workshops or worked with people in the past and it just, you can feel that they're not there for (laughs) speaking of like the bachelor, (laughs) they're not there for the right reasons. (laughs) Um, I, I felt the same way. I've been in similar situations as well. And Um, I think that's just important to know for any business owner, no matter what it is, if you're a photographer, if you're, I mean, literally whatever you do, um, if you are just in it for the money and if you're just in it to boost yourself or something, it shows like it really, you might be able to get away with it for a little while, but I think eventually like it's going to really start to become obvious to people and it's going to show and it's going to hurt you in the long run. Like if you're just in doing something for the money, then that's not the right reason to do it. Like you should be in it to serve somebody, help somebody, um, solve a problem for somebody. So I think that was like a really important point to make about any industry. And we wanted it to be open to a lot of different kinds of people. And so we decided to do free business meetups. We don't want people to feel like money is the reason that's holding them back in their business. I've been there. And if it weren't for some of the amazing people in my life, I honestly still wouldn't be here. I would still probably be stuck at my nine to five. I would be wondering what's going on with my life. I didn't know where I was going or anything. And it just so happens that God placed people in my life that led me in this direction. And we wanted to approach this in a way that everybody can join. Anyone can do it. At least the business groups, we, we meet once a month at like 6 30 PM. So even if you work a nine to five, your job should hold you back. The meetings are about an hour long, hopefully with COVID going away, we'll actually be able to meet in person and have coffee or have cocktails and just like enjoy time, laugh, really form a social community and form real friendships because our goal is to just soak in the fact that we're all unique and we're all different and there's room at the top for everybody. And until you, until you get there, like in your business, like it's just, it just feels dishonest. So we wanted to start that. And then the workshops and other things that we have going, will probably be, we'll probably be selling more tickets to it because obviously there's going to be a huge cost if we do like a um, gun safety course and things like that. So we do have to unfortunately charge for those things, but we would still love to have everybody. So, yeah, no. And I, I just think that is so important for so many reasons. And, and like everything you said, there's room for everybody at the top. And I think community is so important in anything you do and people don't even realize how important community is. And, you know, yes, there are people, even if you're in the same industry, you could consider them your direct competition. But I mean, there's millions of people in the world. (laughs) Like, you know, there is just, there is plenty of of clients to go around for everyone. So um, I really loved that you said that. Um, And kind of going back to talking about the, like other workshops that you've done where people just feel kind of dishonest in what they're doing and like, as if they are in it for the money. I just don't think that is a good 
reason why anybody should do anything. Um, and something that I've always thought that was important in business and what I teach to my students and things too, is, is really diving into your why, because I feel like that is the strong. And I used to think this was actually really fluffy. Like when other people would teach me when I was getting started, like you really have to understand your why and all this stuff about mindset. And I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. Like teach me the magic secrets, how to make a million dollars. Like, that's what I want to know. But as I all want to know, right. Then I've grown and I'm like, wow. Okay. Like if you really do have a strong backbone of what your why is, and now I'm doing air quotes, um, you know, I think that really does transform you and you don't even realize how powerful, like having a good mindset really is in business and how that changes how you do everything. So do you have, you know, is there do you think finding a, a why or finding your why in business is important? Do you think it's fluffy? Do you, you know, what are kind of your thoughts on that? For sure. So I agree with you. It's also something that I hugely touch on with my mentors. I personally think it's the most important thing. Um, I, this is a personal opinion, but I don't think it's important to share it with everyone, but I do think it's important that you internally know your why so you can drive your business. Like you really mean it at the front end and it controls your voice. When you reply to your clients, how you design right the front end of your website and how you carry yourself in person in front of people, all of that, I think comes back to your, why your mission statement and really figuring out where you fall in this business. And if you if you know why you do something, and my mom has always said this to me my entire life, you'll be able to do it with your whole heart. And so it just blows, it, it, it brews, excuse me, it blows, yes, it brews a certain level of certainty inside of you once you know, and with certainty comes the confidence, and with the confidence comes new levels to your business and the growth. Yeah. Yeah. That's so important. And I just think exactly like you said, not everybody has to know what your why is. It's not something that you have to go out and make it super public, but you know, it's so, it's so much deeper than people originally think. And I think it was, I want to say Dean Graziosi. He said something a while ago where he was kind of talking about this and it was such a cool way to break down what your why really is. And it's like the seven steps of figuring out your why or something like that. And basically you ask yourself, okay, why do you want to do this? You know, why do you want to be a photographer? Oh, because I, you know, love taking pictures and like, it'd be cool to work for myself. Okay. Why would it be cool to work for yourself? And, you know, then it's like, well, because like I had working parents and, you know, they were never around. And so it's nice to, I want to be there for my kids one day. Okay. Why do you want to be there for your kids one day? And you just kind of keep going. And I think it's like seven times. And then by the time you get to that seventh, like why you've had, you have such a deep answer. And the way he says it is the first time you ask yourself, why is an answer coming from your head? And then by the time you get to the seventh one, it's coming from your heart. And I think that is like the true, like the best thing that you could do for your business is to really have it come, something come from your heart and, and why you're doing what you're doing. Because at the end of the day, the money, the money will come if you're really doing something passionate that you're passionate about, because then you're putting your whole heart and soul into it. And I just have faith that when you do things like that, it all works out for the best anyways. But when I think you're chasing those dollar signs, then you're, you're just in the rat race and you're it's not going to benefit you in the way that you're hoping it will. Yeah. I 1000% agree with you. And I actually, I have like 
some pretty good strategy strategies. I can't speak today <laughs> for finding your why. Um, and yeah. I, I would really love to share that exercise with your listeners. And yeah. it's something, it's something that I do with my mentees and I don't know who this Dean Graziosi guy is. I've like, I'm not, I live under a rock. So when people say names, I think to myself all the time, man, I really need to like get out there and start Googling these people that everyone talks about. <laughs> no, um, I didn't know who he was either, honestly, f- until like, I think last year, maybe the year before that, but he is, and I don't know if you know who Tony Robbins is, but he's like, a of real- course. yeah. Okay. He like works side by side with Tony Robbins a lot. And he's just, I don't know, like this multi-millionaire guy, super successful. And I don't know, a lot of times like millionaire guys, are very flashy and they, they teach things of like, Oh, I'll teach you how to have this mansion and how to have these fancy cars and how to do all this stuff. And I think what I love about your first eight homes, right? Exactly. (laughs) And you're like, I'm just trying to make another like thousand dollars this month. Like that just seems so far out of reach, but I think he, and he maybe was like that in the beginning, but he, where he is at now is is really inspiring. And he has a podcast that's really inspiring too. But um, yeah, he, I would, I would definitely look him up because he's, he always kind of like puts my brain and I get very motivated when I listen to him talk. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I know you said you have strategies and I would love to hear them and I'm sure everyone else would as well. Yeah. So everyone just kind of bear with me through this. Um, I think it's an extremely helpful exercise. No one really explains to you how to find your why. I mean, I feel like at least in the mentorships that I've done, everyone just like would ask the question, what's your why? And then stare and blink at me. And I was always thinking, what the frick? Like, I don't, (laughs) I'm like, how am I? My what? (laughs) Yeah. My, my what, what is that? And I didn't know the difference between really honestly, my why or my mission statement and Yada, yada. So this is a quick exercise. I'm sure it's probably similar to a lot of the other ones that are out there, but I've kind of tweaked it a little bit because I think these particular questions helped me. It's something that I got out of my day job, honestly, a lot of these tactics and stuff. So I, two days a week manage a and I'm going to, oh my gosh, I cannot talk. <laughs> An optometry office. <laughs> that was a hard one. <laughs> um, what are words? <laughs> yeah. So running, running a team for me, usually looks like finding your why and your mission statement as a company of business is important no matter what you're in. Right. So even in the professional world and in photography, I know a lot of your listeners aren't photographers too. So The first thing is you want to find your personal why first and then your mission statement second. Um, So the first question I ask all my mentees is what is it that working in photography or your specific industry gives you that sense of pride? And just for an example, for me, it would be like a freedom to be who I truly am, working with the people I actually like and getting to be my own boss or be self-motivated on my own. And then The second question would be, who do you want your clients or customers to like? What do you want? Oh my gosh. Your clients or customers to like most about you and your work. Like, for example, how beautiful my photos are, how enjoyable I am to be around, et cetera. And then the third question would be, if you've identified your mission or your vision statement already, does it accurately reflect who you are and what do you feel is your why behind what you do? And I think that's important because they need a match. And so 
Um, question number four would be, where are the overlaps of your why and your business's why? For an example for me, like I want to be an individual and be who I am without judgment from others. Because I dealt with a lot of bullying. Like, we'll just be straight up. I don't like the word bullying. Like, it really annoys me. But truthfully, that's what it was. And I want to speak out on it more because even in high school, girls are just mean, man. And some of these girls are like people in the community now. And I know them from when I went to school with them. And that's hard for me because I felt like they didn't treat me as nicely as they should have, you know? So to be able to experience the community over the competition, like true community Mm -hmm. and I never received that acceptance. So that's important to me. And I want to be emotionally supported and told I do good because I'm a people pleaser. Mm -hmm. And then, so yours could look obviously something like that or completely different. And then question five would be, what could you do to bring more of your why to your business? So mine would be to work hard, keep my promises, offer to build connection with others and be someone super supportive to my clients. And Then question six would be, what are some specific ideas or steps you would take for improving your own satisfaction while getting to achieve your dream or vision with your business? Like for some of us, that might mean taking me time or air quotes again, and then travel or like creating just genuine relationships, whatever that looks like for you. And then um, questions like seven through nine, which are just the last ones is just putting your personal and biz why to work. So, um, three passions in your life, it can really be anything. So like you're for you and me, probably we're somewhat similar. So horses, memories, and family. Mm -hmm. And then, um, eight would be like three reasons why each of those passions are your passion. So why do you connect with horses? It's because you crave connection and why do you like to capture memories? Probably because you want a creative outlet or that makes you again, feel connected. And then why do you care so much about family? Probably because one of your internal hopes and dreams is just to feel love and be loved. And then question nine would be three ways those passions can then translate to your business. So for me, this would be like focusing on my style, which is quote unquote Western, um, just different types of creativity and then friendships, because that's what makes the world go around in my opinion. And then at the end of the day too, once you have identified like your why and your mission statement, I think it's important to ask your clients like their why too. So what are your clients looking for in your services? If you were your client, what would you be looking for? And then ask yourself like three questions that ideal client might ask you. So you can actually answer those questions. And then you also have to ask yourself, how can that personal why that you've identified reach more of your ideal clients? Because the people that can connect with you also will pay for your services. So like a tip, a tip that someone always told me is that if, you know, I hear this everywhere too, that if you try to connect with everybody, you actually end up connecting with nobody. And I think you've said that too. It's important to just speak directly to the people that, you know, can see your heart for what it is. And then the rest will fall into place and you'll book the right people that will be free of judgment and will be outgoing or more quiet, whatever your type of person is. And that's, that's really it. I know that's kind of a long one. So I said, bear with me, but I think really writing those things down and answering the questions can just help you like see it on paper and help you really identify your own personal why. Everybody is different. And I'm sure that you can speak to that too. Oh my gosh. My mind is like blown right now. I literally have never had that broken down into like such 
a beautiful way that you just did. I love that. Um, oh my God. I hope that it, I hope that it makes sense listening back on this and everything, just because I usually I'm in person when I'm teaching this. And so I, I physically like write things out and go step by step and take my time on each of those questions. So I really hope that that made sense for everybody. No, I, I mean, I totally think it will. That is such a clear understanding. Cause I'm kind of like you too, where I've experienced people say like, okay, figure out what your why is like period. And it's like, well, how do I do that? Like, what does that mean? And so I think that is just such, I'm such an action taker and like steps. I love lists and like to do like one, two, three, this is how you get it done. So Me too. The fact that that's something you could literally just go through and like cross them off as you go down the list after you like check off your little boxes kind of thing. Like for people like me, I think that's just going to be so helpful and have so much clarity. Um, I love that. Love that um, so much. I think you are just bringing so much freaking fire to all of our eardrums. (laughs) They're going to explode. Um, (laughs) I sure hope so. (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, I am just, I love that. I love that you are such an action taker. I love that you are providing so much value and there's, and you have such a big heart through all of it. I think it's just so important and it's so refreshing to see somebody who's truly being really authentic. Cause like I said before, I mean, it's kind of obvious when you can tell people are just in it for different reasons than versus coming from like a servant heart. And I, I can really tell that you are, coming from that place. And so kudos to you. Um, well, I, I do it obviously because of the Lord and you're the same way. I think that giving with my heart is huge. And I think everyone should do that. You can't force anybody to do that though. And so like, just, I think for us genuine people to come to the forefront and I hope that, you know, people see through some of the things and, the people that are maybe being dishonest, maybe go by the wayside a little bit because the success and the stuff, like, I just hope these things can knock people down a few pegs and building an emotional connection with people is literally what life is all about. We're going to die one day, you know, sorry to be all like depressing and stuff, but like really listening and being empathetic with people and figuring out their needs and coming up with solutions and forming friendships. This like is literally the most important thing that you can do. I love it. Love it. That's so good. Ah, so good. Well, you have seriously brought so much amazing stuff to the table and I feel like I just cannot wait to re-listen to this and go through all these steps to even reevaluate my own why. Um, you know, cause I think that's probably something people should do every year, every six months, whatever life is changing. I agree. Yeah. Your why changes. So I definitely want to go through all those steps and kind of figure out my own, my own thing all over again. So that was really cool. I love that I have takeaways as well. Um, so I kind of just want to wrap everything up by asking you something a little random, but, um, you're our first guest. So, Hey, we're going to just, we're going to just throw it out there. Um, I would love to know what is the coolest thing that has ever happened to you? I feel like this is such a broad question for me <laughs> because and I don't know why this this one thing that I'm going to tell you guys I don't know why this came to mind but it did for me because it was just like I was beaming on it for like a whole week and it was ridiculous but um 
I don't know really where I fall with the whole like new age, like psychic type stuff. I'm like kind of interested in it, kind of not because I'm religious. And so it's just something that like, I don't know (laughs) where I really fall with it, but I do think it's like super interesting. So anyways, I used, I've had like every job that you can possibly have on planet earth, like seriously name it. Like I've like modeled, I've done go-go dancing. I've waited tables. I've bartended. I worked at the airport as a barista. I mean, like I've literally done absolutely every job you can possibly think of. I used to trail guide. Anyways, one of my many jobs was working at the airport. I made coffee and I met like the coolest people, honestly, at that job. And I had this lady one time come up to me and it was dead quiet. I mean, I worked the 4am shift, so I was up super early and she's about to get on her plane and she runs over to the counter and then she grabs me by my hands really gently and kindly. And imagine this lady that like reaches over the counter and just grabs you and you're thinking really nervously, what the hell is she doing? <laughs> and then she, she like really quickly becomes really kind, reassures me and is like, no, no, honey, you're fine. I'm psychic. I just wanted to tell you that you have incredible things coming for you. You're going to be famous, <laughs> which, sound, which sounds so, so cheesy to say out loud to people because at the time I was like, no way I'm going to be famous. (laughs) So yeah, that was really cool. And then I was on the high for like the rest of the day, the rest of the week, I've never gotten a reading from a psychic before. That's the only time. Um, I don't know if that was like a welcomed reading or what, or if my heart was open. I don't know how that stuff works, but it was just, it was really interesting. She was really kind. I'm friends with her on Facebook now. So cool story. That is hilarious. I love it. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. And it's funny that, cause I feel like I'm the same way in the sense of like, I'm very intrigued by things like that, but at the same time being a Christian, I'm like, I mean, that doesn't really align with my beliefs, but at the same time, like it is very interesting to see like where that all yeah kind of stems from and stuff but um that is so funny I remember being a kid and like not really understanding it and I always wanted to get my palm read and my mom was like absolutely not (laughs) yeah my mom has always told me like once you open that door you can't close it so you just have to just be careful obviously what doors you open so that's why I've never intentionally gone and got a rating but I think there's a little bit of acceptance I can be had right where I'm like okay if it if I didn't welcome that and it came to me and it was really kind and she was like really quick and to the point about it it just it was fine you know and it it, it's made my day so who knows if it's true or not but yeah that's a really cool story and I'll forever remember that it was just a really cool moment Oh yeah. I mean, at least a little ego boost for you for the day. Right. Right. (laughs) Love it. Oh, that's so fun. Well, okay, Jackie, why don't you tell the people where they can find you on the internet or wherever, what, where can people come hang out with you and see more? The interweb. Um, you guys can find me as Jackie O photo on Instagram for any of my photography. And then if you guys are interested in um, joining Brilliant Bells or seeing what we're all about or hearing more about what we're doing, you can follow us. We're a little bit newer to the Instagram game, but we are at brilliant.bells for that biz group. And um, just so you guys know, when you're searching my name, like I spell it like a French man. And so it's literally, (laughs) it's literally J-A-C-Q-U-E and then the letter O and then photo. So just (laughs) man, (laughs) everybody, everybody teases me about that is like Jacques, even my boyfriend, 
my boyfriend and I met online and he thought my name was Jacques when we first met and I almost disowned him. Like, <laughs> that was like almost a deal breaker for me. <laughs> Jacques. Oh my gosh. That is probably my new favorite fact or fun, <laughs> fun fact about you. I love that. Oh, it's so good. Wow. Well, I am so thankful. <laughs> that you have come on the show that you took the time to talk with me and share all of your wisdom um it was seriously so much fun having you be a part of this and letting yeah, thank, <laughs> thank you. you for being kind of my first experiment guinea pig with the whole virtual interview thing um we're hopefully this all works out good <laughs> yeah you're you're killing it and if it wasn't snowing cats and dogs I'd be sitting chilling with you in your office right now we'd be chit-chatting and having coffee but the snow has um engulfed me today and so I did not want to drive anywhere so I'm glad that I was able <laughs> to do this and I'm so glad to be supporting you and so glad that you even wanted me to do this seriously like honored I know this is a big thing for you so Absolutely. Well, thank you again. And uh, you guys make sure you go follow her because she's crazy talented. And I'm so excited to see how many of you are going to join Brilliant Bells and be a part of all that fun stuff. So, all right. Well, I will uh, let you guys go. <laughs> I don't really know how to end this part. <laughs> I'll just throw in my conclusion. <laughs> I know. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. I know. I'm like, okay. Bye. I'm going to stop recording now. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Branded Cowgirl podcast. This episode was so, so much fun to film and record with my friend Jackie. I really hope you guys enjoyed it. And I would love to hear what other kinds of guests you would like to see on the show. So if you have any recommendations, make sure you join our Facebook group. It is exclusive to listeners and it is the Branded Cowgirl podcast on Facebook where you can recommend uh, guests, you can volunteer to be a guest yourself, you can ask questions and so much more and just be in part of an incredible community. Also make sure to follow us on Instagram for updates and all kinds of goodies there as well. Oh my gosh, I'm just, I'm so stoked that this finally happened, that we had our first real guest. Um, I'm just so happy to be here and I'm so grateful for everybody who has listened to this show since the beginning and has been continuing to listen. We are growing and I'm just looking so forward to all the fun that's going to be happening in the future. So thank you guys for sticking around and being a part of this and I love you guys so much and I will talk to you guys later. Bye guys.